It's Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I'm your host, Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, uh, here to introduce episode 86 of the Talk Film Society podcast. Uh, This week, my guest is Sarah Sorrentino. Uh, editor-in-chief of Film Cred, uh, co-host of Sequels. She is on the show to discuss her top 25 films of all time. Yes, this is another uh, in our series uh, where we ask our guests uh, to name uh, their top 25 films of all time um, as part of the TFS 100 series uh, poll campaign that uh, we're doing over at Talk Film Society. Uh, If you want to participate, if you want to tell us your top 25 films of all time so that we can count up these uh, ballots, uh, these votes, and make a top 100 list. Of, uh, of the top 100 movies uh, go to talkfilmsociety.com slash TFS100 and uh, yeah fill out that ballot uh, uh, and uh, tell us what your top movies are so uh, we can make this uh, huge list um, in August I'm excited about this episode because um, yeah Sarah is great as you'll hear um, and we recorded this face to face in person uh, at Sarah's home, um, and uh, yeah, first time I did an in-person podcast recording in about two years, maybe more than that. Um, brought over my uh, podcast equipment, recorded about an hour and ten minutes with Sarah, and you're about to hear the whole thing coming up. Um, oh, before I toss it uh, to me and her talking her favorite movies of all time. Um, let me just tell you this. Uh, talkfilmsociety.com. Yes, that's the website. We can uh, listen to the other uh, podcast episodes in this series where other guests uh, talk about their top 25 films of all time. You can listen to our other podcasts on the network. Also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety uh, for uh, bonus episodes and to uh, help us keep the site running. Uh, but yeah, um, I should do this more often. Uh, I'm going to read Sarah Sorrentino's uh, top 25 movies, um, just, so that, just, just, just so that you know which ones uh, we'll be talking about. And also you can find this list on the, uh, on the episode page on TalkFilmSociety.com. So let me just run off this list of uh, unranked. Uh, these are unranked from Sarah. These are her top 25 films of all time. Here we go. Uh, Inherent Vice, The Apartment, Beauty and the Beast from 1946, Moonstruck, Rebecca from 1940, Arrival, Beetlejuice, Boy, Crimson Peak, Emma from 2020, How's Moving Castle, The Jerk, Murder My Sweet, My Cousin Vinny, Snatch, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Stardust, Stranger Than Fiction, The Sword and the Stone, True Grit, Being There, I Married a Witch, and Holiday. So there you go. That's the list. Um, And without further ado, here is Sarah Sorrentino and I discussing her favorite films of all time. Do you think it's... Have you ever had any other ladies on the podcast? 
I was going to say, so here, I'm, I'm already recording. This <laughs> yeah, might be fine. part of the show. That's okay. So, uh, Sarah, I've done three of these. I've recorded three of these so far. Yeah. First one was with, was with Greg Mucci, yeah, right? Yeah, I like Greg, yeah. That one was about an hour 20. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Next one was uh, Brianna Ziegler. Thinking. Oh, you might yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. That was about an hour 10. Wow, you got Brianna? Yeah. Wow. You think you're cool? No, not really. <laughs> okay. Um, and then uh, Dave Giannini did the third episode. Guess how long we, we did it for? Guess how long? Three, three hours. Close. It was like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, but I can see that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can see I that. I can see that. Yeah. I'm leaving this all in the episode. Yeah. Um, but no, we're, we're, we're not going to take two hours. We're just going to take, uh, you hour. know, just an hour. hour. Let's see if we can fit this in an hour. Yeah. So, Sarah, how have you been? I've been okay. You've been okay? I've seen some people You've in seen the past people. year. <laughs> seen a handful of people. Uh, we haven't seen each other in about like 10 months, maybe it's eight. Do you think it was 10? I don't even know. I, I don't remember when you came over. Because I came over, you had a table that you wanted to get rid of, and I picked I up. I gave you a table, and I feel like, like I gave you something else, but I don't remember. It was like when. last summer. Oh, oh, I gave you your DVDs back. And also the, oh, you know what? I forgot to bring the Fast and Furious uh, discs that you were like, oh, bring, because um, you still need to see some Fast and Furious movies. I still need to see, um, which one do I still need to see? I never know which one I have to see. So F9 is coming out. Yes, F9 is coming out. And uh, what happens in Fast and Furious 7? What happens in Fast and Furious 7? Yeah. Let me, um, <laughs> let me give you a quick breakdown of what happens. Yeah, yeah. 7 might be my favorite of them all, okay? It's the one where... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have one indication to know if it's the one I saw. Okay. Is it the last one with what's-his-name who died? Paul Walker. There we go. I saw that one. You saw it? Okay, yeah. Then so I just it. need to see F8, and then I'm caught up until <laughs> F9 comes out. Yeah. F8, I've, I've described this to people. It's like the uh, Fast and Furious... Uh, it's like another Fast and Furious Part Four. We did a podcast on it. The fourth one, where it's like yeah, but yeah. I don't know what happens. I don't remember. That was a long, long time ago. It's and I'll I'll, I'll dig deeper into this in like a podcast or something I write. But like F eight is sort of like a reset of the whole thing. Yeah. Because like they lost Paul Walker, they don't know what to do. They make Vin Diesel like the bad guy. Um, uh, Charlie's there and is controlling him like through oh, some nefarious. Does she means. have dreads in that? Yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. that's that's embarrassing. Yeah, um, it's not great. There's some good parts in it, but yeah, it, I'm hoping that nine is like another F five, another Fast Five, where they kind of reset and they go, oh, this is what we're doing now. Did this you is... see your hair in the F nine trailer? I can't remember. I think it was straight. It's like a bo- it's like is a it? real sharp Karen Bob. It's real sharp. There you go. And this is what we're talking about, folks. We're talking Went about from fast dreads and to movies. Karen Bob. That's beautiful. I mean, that's that's the escalation. <laughs> Speaking of escalation, yeah, this list you sent over. You're you you did me a favor. Do me a solid here because yeah. I, I need guests. Um, I've um, you ran out of friends. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I actually need to fill episodes because I'm I'm currently at like eighty five episodes of this show and I need to get to a hundred by the uh, time this list So that's what this concept is to filler? That's the that, <laughs> Naruto filler. filler episode. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I'm cool with that, yeah. Because like uh I, I, I I'm recording an intro later so this will all be covered but like yeah. this is for the talk from Society One Hundred list. Yeah. Asking people what their top twenty five lists are of all time. Okay. And I'm doing this podcast series in conjunction with that. Yeah, I knew nothing about this to be honest with you. I knew you said top twenty five in the Discord at one point. I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. And then you then I messaged you to be like, Hey, what's up? And uh, you're like, 
You want to do it? I'm like, uh. <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you fell into my trap mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, let's hang out. This was like weeks ago. So, oh, let's hang out because, you know, we're in a post-vaccinated world. Yeah. And we haven't seen each other in months. No. And then I just roped in. I roped you into this doing this podcast That's thing. That's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so That's I fair. cannot be friends with somebody unless we do a podcast together. That's apparently how it works. That's that's part of the conditions. Yeah. yeah. If you know me long enough, you'll be on my podcast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're doing this. You were forced to make a top twenty-five list, mm -hmm. unranked. You send it over to me. Yeah. I have it no written ranks. down. No ranks. You refuse to rank. Refuse. Um, although, like. And, like, this list will be on the uh, episode page for anybody who's interested to read back or read through as we go through this. It's funny that you, before we started recording, you were like, oh, Letterboxd made me rank these in a certain order, right? Mm -hmm. But your number one is Inherent Vice, which... Which is a very big number one for me. I mean, it, like, it's a very big movie for me. Is it you your number... I mean? Do you think it'd be your number one one of all time? Uh, it's hard because I. what happened with this whole list is, like... It's hard to compare them to each other because I like certain movies because of one type of feeling uh -huh. versus the other. To say, like, Inherent Vice is my favorite movie of all time, no, because I don't know everything about Inherent Vice. Mm. And, like, even when we did the commentary, yeah. I didn't know everything that was going on. I still even haven't even read the book. <laughs> it's funny because I realized looking through the, this list, you and I podcasted about at least three of these movies. Yeah. Because we did Inherent Vice commentary yeah. like two years ago. I think we talked about... I podcasted about Moonstruck with uh Oh, that's right, with Manish, Manish on the pod to be you. Yep. Uh, what was the other one we did? Rebecca. Yeah, and, and Crimson, Crimson Peak. Peak. Yeah, uh, you and I talked about those movies. Mm -hmm. um, but Inherent Vice, I know you love. Um, how many times have you seen that movie? I don't think it's too, too crazy, because it's mm -hmm. a very long movie. Yeah. I think I've watched it maybe, like, six or seven times. Did you see that when it first came out, like, in, in theaters? No. No? No. Um, when I moved here, so I didn't see it until I moved here, maybe 2017, and I was like, I want to watch Inherent Vice and The Nice Guys. And I hadn't seen either. Mm -hmm. And I ended up double featuring them by myself, like, on a day off. Uh-huh. And uh, loving both of them. That's much. interesting. I, I, I know one thing about you. You yeah. like noir. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. What is... What is with that? <laughs> what is your obsession with noir? I took a class on it, mm -hmm. and I just liked it. Yeah. That's really it. Like, you, I just think it's good. It was, like, what, like, three years ago that we did, like, we saw a few film noirs at, like, the Draft House. They did, like, a noir festival or something? Yeah, we went to, I don't know, remember which ones you went to with me, but, like, they had the whole, they all, Ritz used to have the film oh, noir right. series. Yeah. And I know we saw something at, I thought we saw something at AFS together. Maybe. I don't remember what we saw. I know, because I think it was that day we went to the pin, uh, um, uh, fest not festival, the, 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 there were some pins at this place. Do you remember that? Uh, it was like a oh, convention. No, no, no. That was part, what was that about? Was I that, don't remember. Or maybe it was that when we went to, so, uh, went to see Being There. That you might know? have been, I, we've seen a lot of movies By together. By the way, Being There is on this list. <laughs> Being There is on the list. Uh, which we'll get to in a bit, but yeah, okay, go back. We've seen a lot of movies together. Yeah. But why I like noir? Let's go to noir. Noir is very formulaic in a way, and very mm. like, this is the structure, and you can see it when you watch any of the movies. It's not like perfect, and that because no, it's not really, a, it's kind of a mess, right? It's not really a genre. It's, it's not really just set on a time period. Yeah. It's, it's all about like stereotypical characters following their roles. Yeah. And I like that I can read it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it's it's familiar it's like it has it's because it, inherent vice is a is like a neo noir yeah it totally yeah. is i don't know if i like inherent vice just because it's a neo noir but it's a part of the reason but right, yeah. yeah yeah i i i like it a lot it, I, again i just i had a fun time in college like learning about film studies and stuff mm -hmm. and taking that class like kind of was like oh i can see this now in any kind of movie i watch so I, that's why I had a fun time with like that's why I like Noir a lot Murder My Sweet is especially I was especially gonna say Murder good. My Sweet talk about that because I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, please watch it it's so good um, I don't know everything so I, I'll speak about these movies but I won't know character like no, actors yeah, yeah. names and stuff too general I, I, I was gonna take Furious Notes but you know I just went to sleep early yeah that's fine yeah. the lead guy in Murder My Sweet is not normally like he played he played uh, like musical. He was in musicals. Yeah. He was in Gold Diggers of 1933 or 1920, whatever the name of that film is. He's like a singer, singer, dancer kind of actor. Yeah. And he fought for this role. And like they would not give it to him and he had to fight for it. And I really like it because he is like kind of like a happy, singing kind of guy. And he's he's just quick. He's so good in this. I love him so much. Um, what, what, what other Nora's on this list? Um, if you can hear vice, I I had to cut it. I had to cut some, but there's not much other. No, I don't think there is any other noir on this. I've never seen Snatch. I Snatch don't think. is so good. That's not noir, but it's like kind of like a crime thriller. Uh, it's like um, yeah, it's it's not yeah. I mean, have you seen Rock and Rolla? No, I have not seen that. So one. Rock and Rolla almost made it to the list, but I had to choose between it and Snatch because it's the same director and it's the same kind of thing. Guy Ritchie, right? Yeah, it's Guy Ritchie. I've seen. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. And that's the one I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, and I, because Snatch is Brad Pitt, right? He's in that. Yeah. Brad Pitt playing like, uh, like gypsy, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a caravan in like that's what they call him. Like it's weird. He's oh. playing like a redneck. You know what? <laughs> I just found another noir movie. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh yeah, there you that go. That was a noir. Yeah. Oh, I, that's hundred percent a noir. I yeah. watched that again, fairly recently, because uh, Disney Plus has like. A whole bunch of stuff in like 4K. Yeah. And like I watched that in 4K, and I was like, wow! Like seeing it again after so many years, I was like blown away by just how technically it's like a, a masterpiece. It's like, a masterpiece. It's like it's put together so well. The animation, the acting by Bob Hoskins. It's like I like any film that kind of like is a spoof of noir yeah and like plays into it so i didn't have it on this list because i don't even own it and i want to own it but um steve martin and dead men don't wear plaid oh, is that the one where it's like cut together from like yeah, yeah. he literally takes scenes from like all these movies and like yeah. just puts it into the movie and he's like acting oh, against okay. it i need to see so that good okay but yeah, Roger Rabbit's perfect. It's a perfect neo noir. Yeah. I mean, not film noir, yeah. And the femme fatale in that is Jessica Rabbit, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. I know things. Then there's the good girl and everything. Like, they have everything in that. Yeah. It's so good. Um, what, where else can we jump to? Uh, oh, you know what? We mentioned it before. Why don't we just jump to that? And we're jumping around because yeah. this list is unranked. Yeah. We saw Being There Together. Was that the first time you saw that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, And I bought it immediately after. It was a wild movie. I think I liked it a lot more than you. I think so. I think you 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 read the room correctly. Yeah. I, I liked it, but to me, it was like a little bit off putting. Yeah. It's like I. That's it, why I like it. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. it's like amazing to me in parts, but then like the overall experience, I was like kind of like what. My mind was like blown after it because mm. I I just got finished watching it and I was just like oh what 
this is so good. I like Peter Sellers so much. He's amazing. Like he, uh, uh, I rewatched Doctor Strangelove like a few yeah. weeks ago. I'm like he's in anything so he's in. Good. He's so like good. he's like amazing. And then because of that, I bought Harold uh, Maude. Oh, and, uh, same director, right? Same Hal Ashby. Yeah, Hal Ashby. Ashby yeah. yeah, and um, I watched that more recently. I bought it ages ago, but I watched that more recently. Didn't like it as much. Mm. But it's the same kind of thing. It's like just it's a little bit unsettling. It's a little bit funny, but it's a little bit really quiet and kind of sad. And yeah, I liked it. There you go. Um, I need to give it a rewatch. I mm -hmm. do. Uh, talk about okay, because like I'm at the quote unquote bottom of the list because yeah. you did not you didn't rank them again. Mm -mm. But down here, uh, Holiday. I think that's the oldest one on your list. Real quick, you want to know why? How you can tell it's not ranked? Why? It's some semi alphabetical. Oh, I see. Because I went in through my DVD sh <laughs> shelf right. right there. Oh, but I, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I mentioned this in the intro. Like I'm recording in Sarah's home yeah where she resides i'm at her desk talking to her right now it's yeah. live the first in-person podcast thing i've done in like two years yeah. i'm gonna look over and i see your shelves of movies shelf. uh, just one shelf i mean but there are shelves like one oh, I get two saying. three yeah, 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 yeah. i can't see anymore but how many how many movies do you own i don't own that many yeah um at one point i owned like i think i own like a hundred but you said you're very picky about what you I'm buy. I'm super picky, yeah. So I can see you have Dune. Yeah, I have Dune, yep. I've not seen that yet. Well, I bought it without seeing it and then decided to decide. No, 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 no. We watched it. Sean, and, me and my boyfriend watched it. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then I liked it enough to buy it. I think it's pretty good. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah so you have some great, you have, you have a, a, a nice Criterion Collection-like yeah. section. So, I'm yeah. picky about Criterion, too, though. Yeah, what... Because I know every once in a while you you do the Criterion sale, right? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. What what is your like criteria for Criterion? It's like what is it that like attracts you to a Criterion? I either have to had seen it already and not own it, but really want like a really nice version of it mm -hmm. to, for my shelf. Yeah. Or I have to really like the actor that's in it and had never seen it before, and it'd be a blind buy. Speaking of which. Yeah. Moonstruck. Yeah. <laughs> which I immediately pre-ordered that. I saw that for the first time. Yeah. Like a month ago yeah and was like wow like because I, I, I blind bought because for my uh, my criteria for criterions for, for the sales is like I just go hog wild I go like get three or four I've never seen and go I'll see them eventually because I've heard they're great it's too expensive to go wild have you seen my <laughs> wall of yeah like, I know I, that's but all this I do is like, this that's is like all a, I do uh, the difference between like we have many differences we have a lot of friends who have a lot of physical media mm -hmm. I I feel like I used to have a little bit more than this or like I had around this much before I moved from Florida yeah. but uh, I can't bring myself to go that hard I have to really w know that I want to rewatch it as, and anytime I want to and there's not that many films that I feel that way about I'm very I'm same thing with music I don't save that much music I don't buy much music I just yeah it, I, it, you and I work I mean you and I think about I think watching movies differently because mm -hmm. like I forget if I asked you. Well, I asked you about any advice. How many times you've seen it? Yeah. Like overall, like this list. How many are are these? Like the ones you rewatch most often, or you've you've seen them a handful of times? You go, I that it's it's great. I know that's great. It's on the list. It's almost it's the second it's second yeah. Second one, yeah. And and also I buy them because at the case like 
when I want to show people those movies. Mm. So if somebody comes over and they're like, let's watch a movie, I'm like, oh, I have so this is what I want to show you. I have yeah. it on hand and ready to go. Yeah. I mean, you have Mad Max Fury Road on there. Yeah, Fury Road's Obviously. Great. Yeah. Um, another one I see on there, which I just saw, True Grit. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Like, I was recently trying to think of, like, what Coen Brothers movie I'm going to have on my list. Mm -hmm. Like, I might put Inside Lewin Davis on it. Because I, I love... watched that recently. What you, what'd you think? I didn't feel much about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cool. Uh -huh. But you know what I think? I think it's one of those men going through uh, a, which men going through stuff going through movies, it, yeah, yeah. and sometimes I can't relate to those. I love a good depressed comedian movie, mm -hmm. <laughs> like a depressed comedian who's doing a dramatic movie. I mm -hmm. love that shit. But for some reason, that one didn't hit for me. I was worried it's about fair. the cat the whole time. It's fair. I was just nervous about cats. The the cat in Inside Llewyn Davis. The cats. I'm, the cats. <laughs> I, I, I am like still, every time I watch that movie, it's the one unsettling thing about it. Like, yeah. I can see him go through shit and see him get punched and like the thing that happens with his dad, like all that is heartbreaking, mm -hmm. but I can accept it. But the cat thing, truly unnerving in that movie. Well, mm -hmm. no, I don't know, but I get it. I, I connect with it because it is just, you know, a dude going through shit. I'm like, oh, I get that. Yeah. It's between that and like No Country for Old Men. Because I watched that again recently. And you, again. Also don't care dudes. about No, <laughs> yeah, like, no but again, there's grit, a though. plenty. Yeah, True Grit is about, like, yeah, there's some, some men going through some, shit. But it's. Uh, uh, Haley Stein. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld kills it. It's amazing that in that movie. She's way too good in that movie. Just obscenely good. She's like one of the best actresses working. Because like I just watched her even in like the Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah, she makes weird choices. She started to make weird choices. I think she's coming back. Yeah, yeah she is coming back. But she, she, she's that in that new Dickinson thing. Right? Oh yeah, people TV. say that's really good. You haven't seen that? No, I haven't watched that. I feel like that's up my alley. For I was gonna sure. say. I mean, yeah. if you have uh, Emma, yeah. period, on your list, it's the oh, most. Oh, just because it's just because it's Emma. <laughs> It's not even the same. Like that's two different people. Is it, is it like like a literary? You yeah, know, sure. Like, All uh, women uh, that uh, write are the same. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. A period piece sort of thing. You know. Yeah, sure. Powerful women. You know. I don't women know. Women be a woman. Yeah, women, women, doing women be women. Women yeah. doing women things. Is Emma, have you seen Emma? I've seen Emma. You think she's like a powerful woman character? She is powerful in the sense that, like, not not powerful. not powerful in like conventional sense mm -hmm. but I'd say like as a character I think she is like I don't even know how to describe she's a very well developed character I and I like her yeah. but I think I, I like her because she has a lot of weaknesses mm -hmm. oh yeah and, yeah. She, and it's very blatant and they call her out on it yeah which you don't always see especially in even uh, like um, Pride and Prejudice same you know Jane Austen same Jane Austen but she has perfect characters sort of in it's like it's a, in that way that like um yeah, she has flaws and they're visible. And did, did, did you see Emma in, in a theater? Yeah, that was a little. I think that's the last thing I saw. Have you been back to the theater? Mm -mm, you haven't no. been back. Um, I don't miss it. You don't miss it. You don't miss the theater. Experience? No, I have different feelings about theaters than most people. Like I, Me. I liked going to Alamo and seeing stuff, and I liked having the season pass and stuff. Yeah. But before I moved out here, I didn't go to movies that often. Um, I'd go to like. I worked in, I guess I worked at some theaters, so like I would be working mm. behind the scenes sort of, but but when I came here, I started going to like rep shows, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I liked going to that. I kind of missed that actually. You know I what? Guess. Actually, I saw, and this, if you haven't seen this movie, 
I'm now talking to you. I'm like, maybe you'd like this movie. Mm -hmm. I saw Ishtar last night at the Draft House. I think I'd like Ishtar. Yeah, I have to watch that. I came in kind of blind. Who's like, the director of that again? Uh, uh, Is um, Elaine May? Elaine May, yeah. I've just, I haven't seen any Elaine May. I have to see A New Leaf. Yes. I have to see that, too. That, I believe, was my first Elaine May movie, was mm -hmm. Ishtar. I have a feeling I'll like all of that stuff. And, and Yeah, I can't even... We're not going to go into it because uh, I just saw it and, like, I, I, I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, but yeah. I kind of went in blind and it has, like... <laughs> It's funny in, in an unexpected way. The mm. leads, Dustin Hoffman, Warren Beatty, are kind of playing against type. What's up with her and Warren Beatty? Uh, I, oh, no, I don't it's know. not Warren. No, it's just he's only in that one. I'm mixing him up with the other guy who's well, in a, a new. Charles league. Grodin uh, worked with her a lot. He's in Ishtar. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, it's it's funny. You'll get a kick out of it. And I think, oh, I'll uh, watch uh, it. Paul Williams, you know, famous songwriter. He did some songs for Ishtar. Oh, hilarious. Okay. okay. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, anyway retro screenings. Repertory screenings, I get it because like lately I've been doing more of that. Like I saw Ishtar, I see, saw. See, I miss, I do miss that, and I wasn't yeah. even thinking about that until right now. I miss that because I felt like it was low, low stakes. Yeah. Like I could pay five, ten bucks, go to that, get myself some food, and like if I dislike it, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't have a chance to watch a lot of those movies, even though I feel like HBO Max has given me more chances for a bunch of old movies. And then if I if I actually paid for Criterion streaming, yeah, I probably get to watch some more stuff. You were never on the the show when I asked people like, oh, how was like your quarantine life during quarantine or your movie watching habits during quarantine? How? I didn't watch much. <laughs> you don't watch much. No. I mean, I took some days off. There would be times when I would take. Because I forgot to take off. Mm -hmm. I was working from home. I, I am still working from home, and yeah. I'm going to be from the forever. Um, so I would. I forgot to take off, and my boss was like, "Hey, you should take some days off." <laughs> You're one of those people. Yeah. yeah. No, I just it's just work from home, so I'm like sitting on the couch either way. So yeah. like, I just didn't notice. And uh, I took off, and for like two days around my birthday, I think I watched about like ten movies or eleven wow. or twelve movies, but. Um, I didn't watch a lot of movies because uh, my boyfriend was working from home at that time, too. Mm. And um, I was trying to show him stuff that he had not seen, but I had. Mm -hmm. So I didn't watch much new stuff. Oh, okay. At all. Just like rewatching old, like great ones in your mind that you wanted to show to him yeah and then mostly like when i want to watch movies i want to watch something like really off the wall and they don't really match the next movie i'm gonna watch it's always mm -hmm. just like just shit i gotta get through this <laughs> like get through a bunch of like movies i haven't seen which and is fair like i've talked to a lot of people on on the last podcast series i did and like it's it's been varied it's like they're like oh i haven't watched much at all it's hard yeah. for me to watch movies at home and it's been hard for me watching movies at home that's why like now that i'm post vaccinated i'm like I can go into the movies all the time. Like I, yeah. I don't think I think I miss being able to see the repertoire screenings, but I don't miss being around that many people. I didn't like yeah. being around all those people to begin with. Uh, yeah. To be like, I, I'm getting a little bit better. I definitely got agoraphobic during all this, but I just don't like people all that much. Yeah, I don't miss the people. I don't miss people right now. Like I would just say, if you were to go back to a movie like now. Like, like June? Yeah. yeah, it's dead, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, even going to... I saw In the Heights, like, on Thursday, opening night. Yeah. And there was, like, nobody there. Yeah. So, you gotta get you gotta get in on it now. Maybe check out a movie. <laughs> and then, like, once summer hits, when, like, the official, like, start where everybody comes back, where it's all filled, that's when you want your start. And which... Oh, where do you go? Where, you go uh, to Slaughter? I just go... Uh, well, the AMC... I go to the most uh, theater is at the Barton Creek. 
I go yeah. to that one, and then I just go to a draft house South Lamar. Even the South Lamar is like dead, because like they uh, have that space, the 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 whole space seating thing too mm-hmm. is still in effect, for yeah. at least like through. I bought my tickets for Black Widow. They still have the spaces in mm-hmm. between people. Like when you buy a ticket, they put you know the two seats, yeah. empty seats next That's to you. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh my god. But you have that at least. But uh, anyway, movies they're good, huh? Movies good. <laughs> Um, what else can we talk about? We, I mean, okay. If you want to check out uh, Sarah and I discuss Rebecca and Crimson Peak, go listen to that Marcelo Makes a Podcast episode from like two years ago. Um, because those are, I forget why we talked about them together because like they made a good double feature. Right? Um, Rebecca, Jane Eyre, and any any adaptation of Jane Eyre. Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're like you're like looking, I'm looking at somebody because it's right over there. Oh, okay. My DVD. <laughs> I'm looking thought, at the DVD. I thought your boyfriend was over no, there. No, he's he's playing video games in the other room. Uh, Jane Eyre and Crimson Peak are all gothic romances. That's right, the gothic romance There's connection. All gothic yeah, romance, yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, Rebecca, that, that's a Hitchcock movie. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's. And yeah, I think we talked about this on the episode, but like, it's a Hitchcock movie that I don't think about it immediately when I think of Hitchcock. No, it's not very Hitchcock. Right? It's yeah. the most least, it's the least Hitchcock. Yeah, and that's the one, like, that one best picture. It's like the yeah, only one it's of his, his best, I yeah. mean, it's one of his earliest movies. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So. But it's still incredible. It's like, yeah. as a gothic, you know, romance. I mean, like, I love Hitchcock films that are yeah. Hitchcocky, but, uh, but like, not as much as I've asked that. this of other people, but I can tell, like, you are kind of, um, like already like looking at the list and already talking about your list like you're you don't consider this at all but like I've talked to people and said like oh it's difficult picking like a Hitchcock movie it's difficult picking a Coen Brothers movie but you're very much like yeah I pick my favorite yeah I yeah. mean I like a lot of Hitchcock stuff I like uh, I don't like Vertigo all that much actually it's just the fuck out of me uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really really like Rear Window for oh, okay. the same reasons that I would say like that why like it's very like structured and very simple and like that's almost a noir right kind of i could see it yeah, yeah yeah i can make an argument for it yeah there's no femme fatale but like but, i said everything is loose like you yeah it's really loose yeah it's um no it's so good that's so good um yeah i like psycho i like i like almost there's some films i don't like of his though yeah for sure. yeah 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 it's the one where the kid finds a dead body Oh god! Is that like a, later, a later one? one? It's a later one, yeah. I haven't seen. It. There's some I haven't seen. I have that box set. I'm looking over at your. That box set's really good. Yeah, at your shelf. Yeah, I There's have that pl- box set. Plenty in there that I have not watched. Yeah, uh, Marnie. I saw recently <laughs> from that set. See, Marnie's really good, but it's sexist as fuck, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sean Connery, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, Sean, yeah. it's not even Sean Connery's fault in that case. Though. It's just like, coincidentally like, he's in there. Coincidentally, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's Hitchcock, but you, but you, it seems like you didn't have any issue picking Rebecca over other Hitchcocks, right? No, no, yeah, no. Um, but Crimson Peak, we've talked about, it's amazing. Yeah, like, Crimson Peak is, I, I was arguing with myself if I should keep Crimson Peak in or not, because I'm like, okay, everyone knows I really like Crimson Peak. But you have to remind people. <laughs> but then there's like, but then I, there's another uh, Guillermo del Toro on there. No, wait, I have the list in front of me. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, take another Guillermo del Toro on here. How am I missing this? Unless you didn't write it down. Unless uh, I took it off. Maybe you took it off. <gasps> I had to take it off because I already had a Guillermo del Toro. See? And this Do you is, know what it is, though? This is going back. Okay. Um, Me. We've known each other a long time, Marcel. I, I don't I expect know. expect you to know this. Uh, is it maybe Pan's Labyrinth? No? I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, we should see that. I haven't um, seen Pan's Labyrinth. I haven't seen Cron- Cronus. Uh, Kronos. Kronos. I haven't seen Shape, Shape of Water. water. 
So what? Uh, Devil's Backbone? Haven't seen Devil's Backbone. Oh my Backbone. gosh, what's it? Uh, Hellboy 2? Uh, no. I mean, not Hellboy 2. Uh, Blade 2? No, no. Nope, Hellboy 1? No, no. What am I missing? Pacific Rim. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes complete sense. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Pacific Rim is like... I, I gotta say, I love Del Toro. Pacific Rim may be like... I, I still like it I can like see why people don't like Pacific Rim as yeah. much as me. There's yeah. a reason. There, like, it was my shit. But, like, I see why people are like, this is just no, weird. But like, it makes sense. And I say this with all, like, sincerity. And, yeah. like, I, I see why that's, like, your, yeah. like, one of your favorites. Crimson Peak beat it, though. Yeah. So. And I'd say, good. Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Pacific Rim is, is, is amazing in that, like... He managed to do like a uh, um, a kaiju like movie, it, and just because of that though, like yeah, the yeah. Fact, like that's hard. Yeah. That's so hard. It could have been so much See, worse. <laughs> I think it's so good. And I only rank it like lower because the other movies that you know you haven't seen, you haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. It's true. Like all those. Like, it's just hard for me to wrap. I don't think there's a possibility that. I could, even if the other movies are really beautiful mm -hmm. and like sad and like scary, like yeah. I feel like no matter what, live action anime is going to be this <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me, because yeah, it's more okay. unique for me in, okay. in my mind. Hey, speaking of that, I mean, live action anime, Howl's Moving Castle. I love Howl's Moving Castle. It's so good. I, so um, good. I went through a um, Studio Ghibli phase, like Five years ago now, where yeah. I watched a lot of them, yeah. and the one that's my favorite is um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's is beautiful. I love I that I completely one. understand why someone would say that's favorite. My cat is named after Gigi. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so sad. Gigi, why didn't you talk at the end? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you know that like in like was it the American version? Like he talked at the end, and the uh, in the original version I he watched, didn't talk. I watched. Are you sure? Something like something, something like, like that. that. Something I crazy. Watched, actually, recently I watched uh, the documentary. One of the documentaries that with Hayao Miyazaki. Miyazaki, yeah. Yeah, uh, him just talking. I think it was the Dreamers or something like that. That sounds familiar. Uh, and he, someone asked him in the the documentary, like, why didn't he talk at the end? He's like, why would he talk at the end? He had nothing to say. That's weird. <laughs> so it was like it was something fair. like that. And I was like, you're fair. right. I'm sorry. Yeah, but then me, you know, I didn't get bummed out about it. <laughs> I, I seem to remember maybe. I'm remembering it wrong, but like in 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 some version, like it's different. It's different. But I can see that. I don't know. But it's been a while since I've seen these Do you like House Moving Castle? It's. Oh, I know I've seen it. Mm. It didn't didn't really stick with me like the other ones did. It's beautiful. Yeah. There's. It's really intricate. Like a lot of the. It's the. It's the settings. Mm. Every everything in the background is just. I mean, they're all like that. But yeah. that one especially was really cool. Remind me of the one. Because some of these I get mixed up too, and it's been a while since I've seen them. But like, the one with that scene, that sequence of like a guy wanting to eat, it's like a Spirited Away. Spirited Away. That one I love too. Spirited Away is great. Yeah. Howl's is something special to me for some reason. I don't mm. know why it's so specific, but that one is my favorite for sure. How many of these movies would you say you saw like at a young age, and that kind of stuck with you? Because like, I can see Beetlejuice. Like uh, Beetlejuice, maybe, but I don't think I really got an appreciation for Beetlejuice until I was older, and mm. I rewatched it like a little bit when I was older. You know, and what? I was like, "This is amazing." Didn't we see that in the theater too? Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they had that Winona Ryder marathon. Oh yeah, was that's that the right. Winona Ryder marathon? I completely right? forgot about that until just yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what's funny? I I I could have easily added another Cher movie, the one with her Mermaids. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Mermaids is great. So yeah, good. yeah. Oh my gosh, somebody was just posting about that the other day. They were sharing that scene of um. 
Bob Hoskins, like, at the dinner table, like, in love with Cher. And I'm like, oh, my God, that movie's amazing. It's so good. Speaking of Bob, Bob Hoskins. Oh. The, another thing that I've watched... Are you, gonna, you want to talk? Yeah, Bob Hoskins again, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Jerk is something I watched so, oh. um, pretty young. I was going to say, that one, I need to revisit. It's been so many years since I've seen that, but I remember watching that a lot on Duck TBS when they would play it, like, all the time. See, I grew up watching Roxanne. That one, I've, I don't think I've seen, I've oh, seen bits and parts of that We on VHS, watched it all the time, and then at some point, when I got a little bit older, we watched The Jerk one time, and I was like, this is better. I was like, I like this better. And uh, that's, that's like, one of my favorites. My Cousin Vinny is something I grew up watching. Uh, that one I haven't seen, surprisingly <laughs> that's such enough. A, it's only New Jersey Italian. Like, of course, I grew up watching that. I mean, it's no Super. surprise. Because, like, uh, it's kind of the same. When I think of Moonstruck, I think of you. Because, like, you did that It Pod Bit You episode, like we mentioned earlier. But yeah. it's also very... You know, it's Italian. Italian. It's Italian. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. My cousin Vinny, the same thing. I haven't seen that. That's a big blind spot for me. Oh my God. Can you borrow it from me? I mean, is it on Blu-ray? Do you have yeah, I got it on Blu-ray over there. Maybe. Okay. I mean, I, I I feel bad for borrowing anybody's movies because I'm very bad at... Th- this is... You left those those um, Fast and Furious movies with me for over a year. Maybe yeah. two. See, but that <laughs> that I kind of was like okay with because I already had copies yeah, at home. Yeah, because you had the I had, that, I had the 4K versions. But... Maybe maybe you know this about me. Maybe you don't. But like, I am bad at taking recommendations. Mm. Like, it's only like, okay. Example: back when I was like younger, some guy was like, "Watch this movie, Marcel." I'm like, "Okay, I'll watch it." He gave me, he lent me his his copy of it. Yeah. I never watched it, and he goes, "Did you see that?" I go, "No, I never did." I'm very bad about like. I think I'm similar though because I have a, someone at work who's been asking me to watch Belly for at least three years. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Please watch Belly." I said, "I don't know if Wait, I can." That's the DMX one. Yeah, he wants me to watch Belly. It's Tupac, right? Tupac's on the two. No, no, it's, it's uh, just Nas. It's oh, DMX, it's Nas. Nas. Oh, okay. I'm laughing because the the very thought of you watching Belly. Oh, I'd watch the show. I'm, I'm sure I'll like You'll it. You'll watch it, but like I watched it for the first time, yeah. like uh, back when you know DMX died. Yeah. And I still don't know what to make of that movie. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's like right? it's like visual for sure. It's like directed by Hype Williams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean you know the, the yeah I'm the, aware. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> it's blue, and then there's the blue scene. I'm aware yeah. what happened of that. I don't know the plot. See, it's it's very much like oh let's make like a hip hop. 90s version of like The Godfather. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it's yeah. really good, but like it's, you know, I, I guess props to that guy for making people watch Belly, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I, it, it, I, I'm gonna take a wild guess, it won't make your top 25 Belly. Okay, it's good. That's fair. But, you know. Yeah. Um, There's not much else on here that is a childhood favorite or like a childhood. So thing. we've already talked about the ones that are like, because like the other ones are very, came very much later. When you were an adult, like, hey, yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, that came out in 2018. Yeah. So oh, you... I shot with Rocky. Oh, that's right, at, mm-hmm. at the press screening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're a Spider-Man fan, huh? I don't know. No, you're not a, a big lot. Spider-Man I don't, fan? I just like a lot of the Spider-Man movies. I was, I, was, I was actually being sincere when I was asking if you're a Spider-Man <laughs> fan, and apparently you're not a Spider-Man fan. I mean, fan. There's a, listen, there's an Into the Spider-Verse poster. Right uh, yeah, there. I'm turning around. I literally have, I'm literally looking at your Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse poster. I also am looking at the Doctor Strange poster, which yeah. is cool. But um, the Spider-Man one is just that movie. It's just Into yeah. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. yeah. So you don't like, well, no. Am I a fan? No, but do I know everything about the production of all of the Spider-Man movies? Because you did write that long article. I wrote that for really long article where film. I was talking yeah. about it. 
Yeah, I, I know a lot, but is that healthy? <laughs> is that a good relationship that I have with Spider-Man? No. I'm trying to think of like if something, if I have something like that, or I know everything about it, but I'm not concerned. I'm not like a huge fan of it. I only know everything about that because I was so into comic book movie production from like, mm. I mean, like 2007 until until for a very long time i was just following every single project that was announced and canceled and possibly happening and stuff like that so that's what fascinated about yeah i was like an imdb nerd yeah back in the day yeah. and then because for those who don't know 20 2007 was like spider-man 3 and then they were you know talking about spider-man 4 by raimi and then all that fell apart and then iron man happened yeah 2009 yeah. 2008 yeah. 2008 yeah so yeah it's just um I mean, that's peak, like, that's high school Sarah. You're not a fan of the Maguire movies, are you? The no, Spider-Man? I hate Tobey. Uh, uh, Raimi, it's not Raimi's fault. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like Tobey Maguire. It was it was badly cast as far as I was con I'm concerned. That's I get in fair. fights all the time. Alex loves Tobey Maguire. He loves the Raimi film. And Alex is great. I like Alex more than you. <laughs> I, fight, I fight with Alex all the time about it. <laughs> that's fair. fair. But no, Into the Spider-Verse is, like, an amazing movie. Like, it's... I'm still like blown away by it. I've seen it so many times. It's more than just the fact that it's Spider-Man. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally just because what they did with the animation. Like forget Spider-Man. Just yeah. the it's it's anything that looked like that animation-wise would have been amazing. Yeah, because um, they uh, that team did a new movie that came out this year. Mitchells. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. Is that good? Um, I liked it a lot. It was a lot of that style. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really fast. Some people mm. complain that it's too fast and it's hard to catch everything. Yeah. I liked it. But it's like that plus like manic internet culture uh, yeah. mashed together. And I thought it was good. Okay. Not, yeah. not great, but good. No, no, no. I mean, it's really good. It's not as good as that. Okay, okay. It's okay. not as good as Spider-Verse. It can't be. But um, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. It was cool. All right. You should uh, watch it, actually. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I, I don't know why I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just put it on because people were starting to talk about it after it dropped on Netflix, and I was like, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm very easily convinced to watch an animated film. Very easily convinced. Yeah, it, it uh, it's not that it's like lately for me, I'm more I'm more like uh, eager to go see something in a theater. Like if they were playing that in a theater, I probably went went would have went and gone to see it. So that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but for me it was like, oh, I could put this on right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it. I don't know what's my problem. Like, like if it's more convenient, it's like it's like less of a. Um, I think you just miss the theaters that much, and I just don't or, have that. Or maybe yet. I'm playing psychiatrist to myself. It's like yeah. maybe like I know it's there, and I'll get it to eventually. So there's like That's no true. rush. And I've heard that a lot. If it's playing a theater, I know it's like I have a limited amount of time. I really think it's because it's animated. I don't think it's because it was on Netflix because there's plenty of stuff that I haven't watched. For you, it's like what animated. What was the Cohen's project that was um, on on Netflix? That was Western. Oh, uh, the the Ballad of Ballad of Buster, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs. I haven't yeah. watched it. It's on my playlist. I could easily watch it anytime. It's I really probably good. would like it because I like their other Western stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty haven't good. watched it at all. Yeah. But I watched that animated film in like three seconds. <laughs> like I put it on. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, I think we've talked about all the animated films. You only have what, like two on here? No, you you missed one. Oh, what's the other one I missed? Sword in the Stone. Oh yes. You know why I missed it? Because. I have not seen it, so it didn't really stick yeah, out to me. Haven't. I haven't seen Sword and Stone. So short. It's like it's like less than an hour, or it's 64 minutes or something like that. Tell me about that movie. It is literally just King Arthur oh. and Merlin. That's all it is. Okay. And it's, it's really, I like the animation. I love the villain. I think it's such a simple, sweet movie. It's, it's yeah, it's probably, did I, did I keep, um, 
It was between this and Princess and the Frog. Oh me. yeah, you don't have Princess and the Frog here. And I was gonna keep Princess and the Frog, and then I just I decided I like Sword in the Stone just a little bit better. Fair, fair. But they're very close. Fair. Um, why don't we jump back? I was going to talk about these, but then you interrupted me, Sarah. Mm, How dare you? Okay. Uh, Holiday from 1938. We haven't talked about that. It was between Holiday and Philadelphia Story. Oh, talk to me about Holiday. Holiday is really good. Have you not seen it? I've not seen it. Holiday is really good because it's Cary Grant and Catherine Hepburn. Mm. And uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn is really, really good in it. I like any old movies that feel kind of modern for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So The Apartment is like that too, but like... They feel a little bit modern. Like, there's, they're dealing with some heavy shit. Let's talk about the apartment for a bit. Because that's another one I have not seen. And I just talked to... I forget who. It might have been uh, Greg who put that on his list. I feel like Dave would. And also, maybe Dave had it too. Yeah. But I've talked about it before with somebody. At least somebody. And... Yeah, I don't know what it is. I own the apartment. Like, mm-hmm. I think you might also have that the Arrow same one. release. The Arrow release yeah. is so pretty. Yeah. But, like, it's one that plays, speaking of repertory screenings, like, mm-hmm. every New Year's at yeah, the Draft because House. because it's, yeah. And I tell myself, like, do I want to see the apartment, like, in June when I can just wait and see it in the theater? And I never go to, 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 to the New Year's screening. Like, I haven't gone to any of the in-person screenings either. Yeah, and I have. I had a friend who saw it, like, New Year's, like, last year, and they were like, oh, it's amazing. I'm sure it's really fun for New Year's. But I need to see it. I'll watch it. I, I watched it for, um, I took a class on 1960s film in America, mm-hmm. and that film came out in 1959. 1960, it says here. <laughs> <laughs> look at I keep me like, like, are you sure? That's what are it you says. Sure? I'll look it up. Double check that. The apartment. Because that was like a big thing, is that she's like, hey, I know this isn't in the 1960s technically, but this is literally the beginning of, and you can see it in the film. Uh, what, what, what class was this? 1960s film in America. <laughs> but like... It's, I mean, it, so what if it was like 1960? Maybe she was wrong, maybe, because it says here 1960. Okay, well, either way. Yeah. It, 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 maybe it's like it was made in 1959. Uh, maybe, that's, oh, that makes more sense, that it there was released in 1960. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll allow that. Okay, <laughs> uh, I've heard somebody talk about this on a podcast, and I found this kind of interesting. You might not find, find this interesting, but okay. like, it, it reminded me of that, like, yeah, like, The Apartment was made in 1959, released in 1960, and it kind of, like, exemplifies, like, 1960s American film, right? No, it exemplifies the, the death of 1950s. Okay, that's better. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, right. yeah. And actually, that kind of helps me say this, because, like, I've heard that, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark, it was released in 1981, mm-hmm. but sort of is the end of, like, the 70s, like, sort of era. Adventure. Kind Adventure, of, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see that, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, like, Temple of doom was like for me pure 80s yeah it's very 80s and then like last crusade felt like very 90s but i think that was 1989 Mm -hmm. so anyway that that's interesting uh sort of the end of like the 50s era of like filmmaking yeah because it's it's uh, if you watch it you'll see that it's very like 1950s like guy has one job he takes care of his family stuff like that but literally none of that is happening in this movie Uh. like he's like just taking care of his little apartment he's single he's getting used it's great Oh, listen, I'll, I'll watch it. I own the goddamn thing. I'll watch you it. Please watch I'll it. I'll watch it. Uh, why don't we jump to another oldie, Beauty and the Beast from 1946, yeah. which I have not seen. Uh, have you seen Orpheus? No. His other seen, You haven't no. seen his other one? So you haven't seen any of, uh, is it Jean Cocteau? Jean Cocteau. No. Uh, it's, it's very early film because it's like... Um, 
everything is like, what's the word I'm trying to use? All the effects. You know, there's no real effects. Like it's practical all effects? it's all practical effects. There we go. That's literally what I'm trying to say. There, it's the practical effects are crazy, dude. They're okay. crazy. But it's just Beauty and the Beast. It's all yeah. in French, Beauty and the Beast. Um, the but everything's practical effects and it's mm -hmm. beautiful and I love it. And uh, his other film, I've only ever seen his other films, Orpheus, and that one also. You might have seen, uh, like. On Twitter, like somebody put up like a screen share, a screen still of this, but it's like he's putting his hands into water, and he's actually going into, he's putting his hands into the mirror, and it's like rippling I when think it's I know. water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's from that film. Interesting. They're so cool. Okay. It's really cool. Listen, I have to check it out. I'm sure it's on the Criterion Channel, which How I. How many have. of these have you seen? Um, I've seen one, two. Three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen. That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I mean, I definitely have not seen. I married a witch. Yeah. Which I've I've seen you talk about. People have watched that because of me. because of you. Yeah. I think I saw sure. that conversation on somewhere. I've like, made people buy that. On uh, like what, on Criterion. What is your, what is your like spiel about it? Like, commit to me to buy it. Veronica Lake. I have heard of her. Veronica yes. Lake is like was only did so many movies, but was like in film noir movies. Yeah. And this is her not doing a film noir movie. It's like the opposite of of Murder My Sweet, where it's a guy who's not a film noir guy doing a film noir. Mm -hmm. It's her doing something other than a film noir. It's her doing like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's from 1942. Also, practical effects. Oh. Really cool. I don't know if how practical, but like there's the effects are really cool. <laughs> I mean, in 42, a lot of things yeah, are practical. Yeah, mostly practical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm kind of convinced, you know. Yeah. Next next Criterion sale, I might pick that up. Yeah, she's so cute in it. Um, where else can we jump to? Uh, oh, let's talk about Arrival, since I just, I mean, I saw that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, a fairly recent I movie. I don't always love sci fi films. What is it about this one then? It's just really deeply human. What is it about sci-fi? I don't think we did. I definitely watched that in a theater later on. I had one incident that I remember uh, in a theater watching that where somebody, it was like maybe the first time I saw it and I had to see it again because of this uh, incident. But somebody next to me was like talking through it and like making comments. Jeez. And he was like getting drunker and drunker through the movie and I just leaned over and said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like if I can this only... is why I can't do these movies anymore. See, it... because I'm not. I've lost. I never had a filter to begin with, mm. and I've lost it so much more so. It's gone. It... I will get in a fight, and someone will fight me, and I don't want to. I don't want to be the film nerd who fights with someone in a theater over something. I just don't want it. I don't want to be that person. See, and, and it only happens to me every once in a while. It happens to me. I because had to do I have, it at I have Hustlers. More, I have a more of a filter. Here, I want to hear the Hustler story, but like here, the, <laughs> la when, the last time I did it was um, Birds of Prey, and I was on a date, and the couple behind us were talking through the movie, and... I was like, I had enough. Like, like, and I knew like that whole draft house thing about like, oh, write it down on the thing and we'll come. That never works. Mm -hmm. So I stood up, turned around and said, shut up <laughs> and sat back down. My date was like, why did you do that? Like, why did you just do it? See, like, that's no. what I'm saying. Like some people are so non-confrontational too. And which is fine, but I don't want to stress them out either. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the person who has to have the What the happened talk. at Hustlers? 
Oh, just the co- these two ladies next to me. They just were friends going to see Hustlers. I'm, honestly, they seemed nice. And they were just talking. And it was near the beginning of the movie. And I said, hey, guys, please be quiet. Okay. And they did. But okay. I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> that didn't sound like it was that bad, no, though. No, it was fine. But it's just like, I just don't want to. It's not my lo- I'm not being paid. <laughs> to go, I'm paying to go to experience to have a confrontation. But see, and uh, I don't want to have an argument. No, <laughs> but like, we're not arguing. No, no, no. This is just like a different. But this of, is why I don't go to shows anymore, really, either. Like shows, like in general, like like uh, music, music shows. Because people, I'm short as fuck. I get people <laughs> just stand in front of me. Mm-hmm. And what's what's my argument? Hey, get the, why are you standing in front of me? That like, is that is different. It's different. But, but it's, it's like, in the same like realm of like... I have the capacity to be confrontational. Mm. Easily. No problem. I'll take care of any situation mm-hmm. that people are stressed out by. Mm-hmm. But... You don't want to keep having to do that. I don't want to do it. You don't want to be... It doesn't give me anything. Yeah, I don't yeah. get any pleasure out of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel right. I don't feel like... I don't feel like I righted a wrong in the world. I think that some people who do feel that way and that's what stresses me out because i don't want to be that person <laughs> who's like yeah. i'm the the sole protector of the theater experience calling the police <laughs> like, see and i don't necessarily think that when i do it but i just do it for my own selfish reasons i'm not accusing you of it i yeah. think it's totally and right I, and i'm usually pretty quiet and it's only in the last few years that i've kind of like been pushed I say pushed like I'm like a You've vigilante. Been pushed. Like they like I've just been hearing these talkers all my life and now finally <laughs> I'm gonna fight. Finally I'm a grown man and I'm nobody can say anything. Back. I'm thirty four years old, up. I'm gonna finally say something. <laughs> um, no, it's just like I'm just it's it's just irritating and like during some moments where I'm like It is irritating. And I wanted to make them stop at Birds of Prey because I had seen them before and I wanted just to see the moment of her uh, eating that uh, the sandwich like it's a beautiful in perfect moment. silence. Yeah, they shouldn't yeah. have done that to you. Anyway, <laughs> arrival. Did we ever get to why you don't like sci-fi that much? No, I do. I just sometimes it's not good. Yeah, sometimes it's not that great. Can good you, sci-fi is good. Can you get and Blade you know, Runner? Good. We, we don't want to be negative on this show. <laughs> Who cares? Blade but great. but like, what's what's like a sci-fi movie that? is like didn't hit with you like maybe that is an example of like oh that's kind of why you I don't know, like sci-fi. I can't even think of one off the mm. top of my head it's just like do you see Ex Machina? no I haven't seen Ex Machina I'm be interested to see what you think of that one yeah I yeah I'm kind of interested if I would like it too I think I ended up I think I ended up reading the plot synopsis for that one because I was like oh I just need to know what happens same no not 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 same uh what is even the connection between I haven't watched any of Alex, it's Alex Garland. Right? I, Alex I haven't watched any of his films. Yeah, because he did a. Well, he co-wrote Dread. He did. I love Dread. Um, Yo, why can't I get Dread on Blu-ray? Where is that? It's on Blu-ray. Why don't I own it? Yeah, you should own Dread. <laughs> Annihilation is really good. You know what I think it is? I don't. I. I it's not that I have seen sci-fi films that I dislike. It, I feel like it's. I know it's gonna fuck me up. Mm. <laughs> and I oh, don't okay. want to watch okay. it. The annihilation gives me this feeling like, oh, I know this is gonna give me some like, yeah, some sort of situation. So it maybe cuts too deep for you, sci-fi. It's too deep. Gotcha. Same reason I don't watch some dramas and stuff like that. Like I want. Okay, that's I can fair. watch some. I I end up watching things that are deep and liking them a lot. Yeah. But um, 
in this case, if I, I, I hold off sometimes. But Arrival is like very... Arrival is one that is really deep. It's deep, but... And it's, I liked it. It's also like life-affirming by the end. It's like, oh, I don't want to ruin Arrival for anybody who hasn't seen Arrival, but like that whole ending, the whole reveal... That is very life... I agree with that. That's very life-affirming. Her like a, a acceptance it's of like things do by it. the end. Except, yeah, yeah, I do like that. I like yeah. that. I think that's why I like Blade Runner too. And even yeah. Blade Runner 2049. It's kind of like... Yeah, it was worth doing it. They're playing that in the theater this month. Yeah. 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 I don't need to see it in the theater again. <laughs> I, I liked seeing it in the theater when I did that. It was really pretty. I've, I've, I had great uh, memories of seeing that in the theater. That's what we watched during quarantine. I showed, We rewatched Blade Runner because he didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. And then I showed him 2049, and he was just like blown away by the end of that. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Uh, another movie I haven't seen Boy from 2010. I love Boy. Taika Waititi, right? Boy, I think that's his best film. Yeah? Yeah. Like, if you like, if you like, if you, there's the silly stuff, and then there's the, hey, this is funny, but it's also fucking me up stuff from Taika Waititi. I guess um, it all is kind of like that, but what we do in the shadows is not like that, as far as I'm concerned. Boy is the best of, like, Hunt for the Wilder People is really, really good. I love that movie. Boy does it even better, I think. Okay. Boy's really good. You've convinced me to see Boy, then. Because really I love good. Hunt for uh, for the Wilder People. Of the Wilder People? Hunt of the Wilder People. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Um, what did you think of... Um, I can't even remember the name. He Jojo wanted... Rabbit. Yeah, what did you think of that one? I like Jojo Rabbit. I understand why people dislike it. Yeah. I think... But I, I, I went and saw it by myself, and uh, it affected me. Like, I was like, I don't think it's his best. I don't think mm. it's the best at all. Yeah. But I think it was still very good. Yeah. I mean, I think... I, hate, I don't even like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I don't even like Scarlett Johansson. I was fine with this movie. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but it, I'll say Jojo Rabbit. It's like maybe it's maybe I need to see Boy because like if you're saying it's like even better than Hunt for the Wilder People. He's really good with child actors. Yeah, and, and I love a good a movie with a good child actor. And like um, um, Jojo Rabbit, I guess didn't hit as much for me as like Wilder People did because I think that is like exceptional when it comes to like. Um, that drama and comedy with like child actors, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'll see Boy. I'll put boys, that on my boys, list. Boy's really, really good, and he's in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Waititi. Yeah, and he does a really good job. He's uh, he's pretty good, huh? Take a Waititi. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's up to right now. I don't want to speak about it. Like I know he's like I I'm known to be one of his like super fans. Yeah. Like that's part of the brand. But uh he's kind of making out with whoever he wants to and Listen, I'm just, hey, let I him do. Know. Hey, you know. Uh, no, I'm not going to let him do. It. I'm going <laughs> to I he's he's acting out and uh if if something comes out that he's like doing this and that, I don't want any part of it. So I'm distancing myself. Listen, uh, people <laughs> people can, people who don't know what's going on can google it, okay? But to the, me, what's to, the date? Tell them the date of this recording. The date so of this recording so is June thirteenth. Because I, they might think we're talking about something else by the time no, okay. he does something else. As of June thirteenth, uh, uh, four twenty. By the way, on June fourteenth, oh, June thirteenth, hey. um, uh, he was just caught uh, kissing like Tessa Thompson, like some other actress, like on a balcony. She's not an actress. It was a right. It was. It was a. No, uh, a performer. Well, actually, I say actress because like the first thing I know her from is like from like Fast, like Furious Seven. Oh. She was like in it for like a scene. Oh, okay. But she's, like, but, I don't but she's like a musician though. Like, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that, I mean, uh, to me, that's just like a director just being like, just parting it up. It's like the 70s, Hollywood. It's like, why can't just 
you know, a director just do that? Just like because we thought he was married with two kids. That's why oh, it's, he? it's, it's, he's married and definitely at least has two kids. Like, okay. So if they separated, that's chill. Listen. Quarantine separations, whatever. But like, I didn't know. So all of a sudden, my favorite director dude is like making out with all these hot young women. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Can I have okay. one man who stays in his relationship? Listen, I did, <laughs> I did not know he was married. <laughs> For, the, for this whole time, I just thought he was just a single dude, they just said, doing whatever. No, they said he's separated. Okay. They separated. I didn't know. I, I don't, don't know. trust him. I don't anyway, trust him. Anyway, and this is not Drama Corner. We're saving that drama for... Drama Corner. This is just saving that for another episode. This oh, is not the tabloids. Oh, what are you doing? Anyway, I'm looking forward to that new Thor movie. Um, yeah, me too. I love Stardust. Stardust is so good. It's... Stardust is the is Princess Bride all over again but like which is it's just good it's that whole type of same vein and you obviously think it's better than Princess Bride because like Princess Bride's nowhere near no I think it's better than Princess yeah, Bride yeah 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 um, it has like that like um, oh that's gonna get me in trouble I think si- well you like thinking Stardust is better than yeah. Princess Bride I'm backing I think, you up I think someone will fight me on that I'm not the biggest Princess Bride fan I think it's really really good I got I, oh maybe do you I have don't. the Criterion I thought about the Criterion but maybe I didn't I didn't buy the Criterion mm. yet. I'm considering it I don't know what it is about me and Princess Bride. It just didn't, didn't connect with me. I think it's really good, but I think it's a, it's of a different time. And this one I guess was more so. modern for me. And like, yeah. It was mine, for yeah. sure, you know? So. And, um, oh, God, the director who did that. He, didn't he also do, like, Kingsman, I think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's what's his name? It's old, uh, what's his name? Kingsman, yeah. Kick-Ass. How did he do X-Men? that? Oh yeah, was he? Did he do first class? First class, yeah. I like first class. I like first sometimes class. Sometimes he's an idiot, and sometimes he does something really good. Because I don't give a shit about Kingsman. No, um, no. And then he, yeah. I, I wish he had stayed with X Men though. I thought first class was like one of my favorite things. That would have been an interesting. Then I'm like, no, we need Singer back. Series. Like, you idiots. Uh, yeah, no. You freaking idiots. You dumb assholes. Look, I, uh, I don't want to get into X Men either. Yeah, that's um, why there's no X Men on my list. <laughs> what is your favorite X Men movie? First class. Mine's Logan. I haven't seen Logan. You, you should see Logan. This goes back to, I think Logan's going to fuck me up. And okay. I don't really want to see... You know what? I don't want to see my people dying. Take your time, then. <laughs> I've been taking my time. It's been out for like It's been like, ten, like been five like years. years. Um, Stranger Than Fiction, which I know you're a huge fan of. Yeah, that's that goes back to me saying sad middle-aged men who are comedians doing drama. There movies. you go. Yeah. Love it. Funny people. Um... Uh, Have we Truman talk- Show. Uh, maybe we've talked about this like in real life, but like I know you and I have an affinity for funny people, mm-hmm. and I did Manisha's podcast about funny people. I listen. Um, you're fine, <laughs> um, but yeah, and and like um, and to rewatch it. Will Ferrell in Stranger Than Fiction is like maybe like the the best he's ever been. Yeah, maybe? I think so. Yeah, you know, regardless if it's like a comedy or not. Stranger Than Fiction is just really, really good. It's really good, yeah. It's that, really, 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 really good. I, I own that on DVD. It's like one of the, it was like a blind buy. I was like, I heard this is good. Watch mm-hmm. it for the first time. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, everything about it is just really cool. Yeah. It's really, like, it's just not what you expect either. I've seen other ones where he's played serious, like everything has to go and everything. Yeah. And, uh, it's just not as good because it doesn't have that weird element to it that this that Stranger Than Fiction has. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Love it. It was like at a time when Furrow was like 
going because he did yeah that one you just said everything everything has to go came out after yeah it, it, it was kind of like he was aiming for more dramatic stuff and then he like did he do like a Woody Allen movie oh I don't know don't talk to me about that <laughs> no no sir no sir I don't know anything about that but like no I don't know I don't I, I'm not really sure I seem to think I, I seem to remember he did that around this time too but like now he's kind of pulled back from like that drama stuff which is like Eurovision is fine. I liked Eurovision, to be honest. Like, I thought it was really funny. It did some interesting stuff with stereotypes that I, like, or, like, tropes that I thought was really cool. Yeah. I just kind of wish it had... It could have been better. It could have been better. It it reminded me of, like, Blades of Glory. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But Blades of Glory... To me, it's like still like you know, not, it's not middling, but it's like yeah. it is what it is. Which could have been better. Yeah, I don't have any of his other stuff on on like I'm even dodgeball and like I. I have Anchorman. I, I like Anchorman, but I I don't own it. Yeah, have you seen Anchorman too? I feel like I did not remember. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. I, I don't think, think I watched it. That's the entire country. It's like did did that come out? Is yeah, that, it came out. Movie? But I was like, you don't need to. Yeah. Um, this wasn't on purpose, but the last one that we're talking about. Yeah, Scott Pergram versus the world. Yeah. Um, which I, I was trying to argue if I'm going to keep that on or not. Why? Why? Why on the fence about that one? It, I know it's a per, like one of my favorite, most perfect movies to me. Yeah. And I, I definitely like own all the comics and everything like that. I've got a poster, Brian Lee O'Malley. Oh, oh shit. No, I'm jealous. I have a Brian Lee O'Malley signed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Like, it's not uh, the poster from the film, but uh, from the comics with Ramona on it. Do you mind turning around so I can just grab it? Yeah, you can just steal that. (laughs) Um, And uh, I'm definitely a fan of that universe, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It just feels kind of like obvious. Like, it's it's such a 2010s movie. I'm 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 gonna talk about it. I know you on like the show. It a lot. It's my number one of all time. But I, I feel weird about the fact that we make it seem like it's like a Joker thing for guys. A lot of the jokes recently have been like, "Oh, if a guy likes Scott Pilgrim, run." It's like, man, no, come on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to say it's like a one for one comparison, but it's almost like Fight Club, where. They like it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and or they. But just, I don't think that's true. No, or, or people, or people <laughs> interpret it for the wrong reasons. Like, I think they did at first. Mm-hmm. I think a, a while ago when it first came out, it did. But it's been ten years. How is someone still misinterpreting it? It's been twenty years for Fight Club, and people still. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I, I, I especially think like Brian Lee O'Malley is kind of like open Bob. You know what's what's going on? I don't trust men right now. <laughs> Period. I don't trust Brian Lee O'Malley. I don't trust Edgar Wright. I don't trust what Tiger with TT. Like, okay, I was gonna ask why you don't trust Edgar Wright, but I kind of already know why. You know what I mean? Right? Like, I don't trust him not to do something shitty soon. So like, I do like, I really do like Scott Pilgrim. You're just, you just worried that. I'm worried that should it be my top twenty-five of all time? Like, isn't there something better there that I could put in? So you, but it is it. The, I like Scott Pilgrim simply not just because of the story. I like Scott Pilgrim not for the characters. I like Scott Pilgrim for the editing and yeah. the weird choices they made with all the video game references and just the little things like the pee meter going down when he goes <laughs> in the bathroom like that is why I like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World so I don't know if you saw this or not but uh, Scott Pilgrim played uh, in theaters again like a few weeks ago right mm. and I saw that uh, four times in one week and that's unhealthy it is unhealthy yeah. I uh, Sean and I went to a movie party yeah. The movie party where we got the boom, we got like some oh, yeah, rave yeah. sticks and I, everything. I, 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 I we went did to that. one of those. Yeah. The, like uh, years ago, the Ritz uh, downtown had like 
laser show, Scott Pilgrim uh, mm. screening. I went to that. Um, we saw it at Ritz. Might have been the same time. Might, might have been the same yeah. thing. Um, was my point? I'm with you. Like, I've been thinking about this a lot because a lot of my favorite movies aren't perfect. Like, there's always something that sticks with me that's like, hmm. Mm. And like, I can say that about Scott Pilgrim, it being my number one of all time. Like, I can still look at that and like think. I don't think the movie's problematic. I, I, I do think it is. I don't trust creators right now. Like, I don't mm. trust them. I don't want to be a, a super stand for one creator right now. That is something I can't do. But see, <laughs> That's the problem. We're talking the movies here. We aren't necessarily talking about... I know, but like I feel like Edgar I'm endorsing Wright. it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have any Woody Allen movies on no, you. No, I don't. You don't have any the Roman Polanski. The new Edgar Wright trailer looked really good, though. Last Night in Soho. Yeah, is it is it is it because Baby Driver is that is that your Baby, hesitation? No, yeah, it's not because I think Edgar Wright's like problematic. I just think Baby Driver's such a bad movie. <laughs> I really, Baby Driver made me rethink all of my love for Edgar Wright's directing. But d- doesn't that go back to kind of what I was alluding to, like, because I think there's not necessarily like blatantly there's like elements of it being problematic in the movie, but like if you look at Scott Pilgrim, then you look at Baby Driver, there are elements of like how he handles female characters sometimes. But come on, Scott Pilgrim at least has some female characters in it. No, you know, not, I mean, it's... I mean, he couldn't do too much because Brian Lee O'Malley wrote those characters and was on top of it. So I, yeah. think, I think that's why it has the strongest female characters. But... Saying that, and but I agree Spaced with you. Spaced has a pretty strong female character. Yeah, it does. And so it, it, that's co-written by the the female uh, lead in that. Ah, uh, so. see, this is what I'm saying though. Edgar Wright, he can keep directing. <laughs> keep going, Edgar. No problems. But if you don't have a woman <laughs> helping out, okay. you're so lost. And just right? having seen Scott Pilgrim four times in the theater, mm-hmm. oh. oh, I dropped my lavalier. Hope that's still recording. Uh, it's fine. I will say, like, and I, I, I'm going to read back through the comics soon because I bought the colorized comics. Me too. I got them right over there. And from what I remember about reading the comics is, like, uh, uh, Ramona Flowers had, like, a lot more story. And, yeah. like, watching the movie, it's like, it, of course it's a movie. You can't put everything into yeah, it. Yeah, they, they do leave a lot they, out. They though. do leave a lot out. They leave a lot out. They leave a lot of side characters, situations yeah. out, too. I, I still think it's a good adaptation. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. And, and comparing it to, because, like... Uh, 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 th- that movie came out before the last comic came out and I remember that distinctly mm-hmm. and then I, after the movie came out I read the last comic like O'Malley finally released it and I'm like huh the movie did it better like it, it's I guess it's kind of like a um, Game of Thrones thing which I've never seen but I've just heard that uh, yeah nobody watches that no. <laughs> um, yeah I don't know I don't know there's a lot of other movies I wanted to keep on that I but, but for you off. like Scott Pergam is like maybe 25 it's like it's like hanging on there barely huh I don't know. No, I don't think so because it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to compare it to other stuff. Like if I sat there and said, okay, what is higher than Scott Pilgrim on this? I could, I, it's in the middle. It's in the lower middle. It's lower middle. <laughs> what a great place to end. <laughs> very, very, uh, I was, I was going to end. Yeah. I think it's lower middle because of that scene where she kisses Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to see that. You you don't want to see Michael Sarah kissing. His period. jaw is so weak, bro. It's just so <laughs> weak. It's so hard to watch. It's a cringe scene for sure. He's the definition of like a, you know, what's the what's the right word? Like a beta male. Like. <laughs> no, I just very, think very he's soft just yeah. Dude. He's a little soft. He's a he's soft. He's a soft. Um, I asked you this at the beginning of this. 
but like are any one of these like your number one of no. all time you can't pick no. like they're all kind of like tied a lot of them are tied at the top yeah I'd say like the top is oh yeah oh no no I can't yeah you can't even decide no I mean you we hardly talked that. about Beetlejuice dude do you know how good we, Beetlejuice is we, we mentioned it but we didn't really talk I almost put um Sleepy Hollow on here I, I, uh... Sleepy Hollow's really, really good. My favorite Tim Burton is Batman Returns. Batman Returns is great. It's great. I love great. Beetlejuice. Like, Beetlejuice is one I just bought that on 4K, and I'm eagerly going to rewatch that soon. Yeah, Beetlejuice is super good. Because... Because it's so original. Like, it's out of nowhere. Oh, that's... Yeah. I have two... Be that's a Beetlejuice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're just looking at art around my... <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of random art. <laughs> but, but Beetlejuice is amazing. Is that... That's uh, Watchmen? Um, no. No? It's just a it's squid, squid attacking a subway train. Oh, interesting. Casual. Um, no IP. But, but Beetlejuice, <laughs> uh, we saw that in a theater we mentioned, and like, I have a feeling if I saw that again, it I could probably say, oh, that's my favorite Tim Burton. It's just, the mo it's just so, it's so hard to realize that it's not based on an adaptation of a, like, comic book or something. Yeah. It's, it's so good. The world, this is, this is a stupid word, but I'm using it. The world building around that, like immediately, like the first 20 minutes, like you're just thrown into this world. It gives you so much. Yeah. But like it's it's built like so, it lived in. Yeah. It, yeah. It, so. it feels, yeah, it just feels like, it feels like it's already existed for a while and you're supposed to be familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I love it. It's amazing. Um, but like Sleepy Hollow, so it, the only reason it beats out Sleepy Hollow is because Sleepy Hollow is like based off of something still mm. very, very good. I love the effects in Sleepy Hollow. It's very creepy, mm -hmm. um, even though it's got he <laughs> who must say. not be named. <laughs> I mean, listen, he he was fine in it, but it's not. It, Christina Ricci is the one. Oh, she's amazing. She's so good in that. Yeah. yeah. You've seen Speed Racer, right? Yeah, I own, I own Speed Racer now too, yeah. and I didn't see Speed Racer for a very long time. I would say Speed Racer almost made it too because Speed Racer was beautiful. That, There's nothing that looks like Speed Racer. It, 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 I mean, it, it kind of almost sounds like I just threw it in randomly. But you mentioned Christina Ricci, but like I just She's wanted really to, like I just wanted to say like Speed Racer. I might need to see that again because I'm making my. Uh, yeah, you probably don't know this, but like I'm no. forcing all these people to do their top 25s and I'm not doing mine until the very end. So I'm kind of like, you know. Do you think people are going to keep listening until then? <laughs> oh, you, you don't have to wait for 15 more episodes and then I'll reveal my top 25, folks. Okay. Right, so wow. stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hold on. So this is just me as like getting recommendations, getting like reminders of like these great movies and like, I don't know, I wanted to just mention real quick Speed Racer is like one that like might make my top 25 because like... I saw it in theaters with my boyfriend and we were both shocked. Like lately, like the what, that came out in 2006, what year did that come out? I don't know. Seven? Eight? I don't know. We didn't watch it until like 2018 or 2019. It was like a few years before Scott Program, mm -hmm. and like, I think recently on Twitter they are comparing the two. Mm. Um, like... Why? Because I think they're comic out or like they're because like uh, uh, maybe people are giving too much credit to Scott Pilgrim for being like an inventive like movie in that way, but Speed Racer did it first. I don't know. Yeah, okay. people argue about stupid things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the point is like it's it's I think over the years it's gotten more and more attention about um, being overlooked when it first was, was released because it was like a huge bomb. But yeah, I mean Scott. Yeah. Oh, they're saying what's the most inventive bomb probably or probably, something because yeah. Scott Pilgrim was bomb. Yeah, but Speed Racer, really good. Mm -hmm. Sarah, any last thoughts? Was there, was there something like, something else? Like, I think of something else I had to take off of here. Yeah, was there any close calls? Yeah, I was trying to argue about which Guillermo del Toro had to go on here. 
Um, I almost had uh, uh, what we do in the shadows on here. Um, you have, you know, this is another discussion I've been having with people like comedies. I mean, you have uh, a few comedies on here. I like comedy. Yeah, you have the jerk. That's yeah, I say holidays comedy. comedy. Yeah. I married a witch is a comedy. Being there's a comedy if you're fucked up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Roger Rabbit is funny. Scott Program is a comedy. Yeah, yeah, I like comedies a lot. Inherent Vice is very funny. Yeah, it is. It's hilarious. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, it's so good. No, oh, I think that's it. I don't think I don't think we need to go any further. I think I've talked to you enough. Right? <laughs> sure. Um, so thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Um, plugs? Do you want to plug something before we go? Uh, yeah, I started a website. Did you? Wait. <laughs> Did you? What? Checking notes. Checking notes. Oh, no. Sarah Sorrentino. website. I started a website during quarantine. That's doing very well. Is it? It's, it's actually doing really well. <laughs> What's it called? Film Cred. Film Cred. Where can people find this? Um, film-cred.com. Mm-hmm. You, do you guys have a Twitter? We have a d- Twitter. It's FilmCred. Mm-hmm. We have Instagram. It's FilmCred. Do you guys have a Patreon? We have a, a Patreon. It's FilmCred. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if I... We're keeping I, the brand, you know... If, if I were to go to Google and, and type in FilmCred... It actually does come up. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah we got the good. SEO going. That's good. That's yeah, good. I'm pretty That's proud good. of that. So check out FilmCred. Film this is the first time I'm hearing about it, so... <laughs> good luck to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the new episode of sequels? You got that coming? Listen, as <laughs> as of this recording, it, 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 it might be like two weeks of Sorrentino on Talk from Society. Got this episode and Sarantino? then... Sorrentino? Sorrentino. <laughs> Who the fuck? Do you know what I did? I, I know, you I can buy my name. You know, I don't dislike it, though. Sorrentino. It's fun. Call me Sorrentino. Uh, so check out uh, two episodes of uh, Sorrentino on Talk from Society. This episode and sequels. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, you should plug that, sequels. Sequels, that's related to you, you should plug that. With Ale and Shaq. Yeah. You're talking uh, Hard Target 2. Hard Target 2, I don't know what the next one's going to be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you guys have more episodes. And, yeah, yeah, we'll keep going. It's just, um, I, I got distracted. Also editing. You've been busy. I don't like editing. been running a successful successful film website. I can't even say it. Keeping it together? Oh my gosh, it's been an hour of me talking. <laughs> Usually I'm not this bad. I, I did not have coffee this morning. Uh, I don't believe in it, so I get it. Um, thank you so much, Sarah. It's been fun. Yeah. And as always, we're going to end the show by saying this. Hey, see you at the movies. No, never say that. All right, bye.